Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Get an all-access experience with player interviews, exclusive practice information, and post-game analysts with the source you can't find anywhere else. This is South Philly Sauce, hosted by Flyers Game Day host Ashlyn Sullivan and Philly sports radio legend Al Morganti. Welcome back to South Philly Sauce, an Odyssey original, brought to you by 94 WIP and Jack Daniels. Al Morganti, Ashlyn Sullivan here with you. Al has an arm. It's yeah. healing. Bionic. It's uh, certainly bionic. He had surgery. He's feeling good, and he's back with us, which is great news. Yeah, the better news is I, you can't do a lot of things, so I tried to cut my nails, this, on, but it didn't work. And my wife tried to do the dog's nails and hurt him, so I wouldn't let her get near me because I don't want to lose, lose a hand. <laughs> and I actually got, for the first time ever, one of the, what do you call manicure? I, had a, I, went to, I, I, went, I went to a place and said, listen, I only want one hand. I, and I need, to, I just need you to cut my nails. She goes, oh no, we'll do the whole thing. And they like shined them up and everything. It was awesome. Isn't it fabulous <laughs> un- to go there? It's unbelievable. Let I'm like, see. how the, how? I said, Ew. people actually do this? But I wouldn't let her do the other hand. But I'm like, I'm like, like, so it was, they wanted like $32. But I said, I only did one. But she still charged me $32. <laughs> she did? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Did she put a clear coat on? Is that that shiny? Yeah, yeah that yeah. shiny you stuff. Oh yeah, no, no. Yeah, that's that, make that the headliner. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's awesome! I've totally lost train of thought of what we're actually doing. Well, how are you feeling? Are you okay? I'm fine. It's uh, we're gonna see when we go on. We're doing my first game on TV. Will be Saturday against uh, Anaheim, mm-hmm. and I don't know what I'm gonna do. Whether I try to do a sport coat on it or uh, whatever, but we're gonna come, we'll come up with something. That this will uh, maybe just I don't know I have no idea. Please tune in on Saturday to see <laughs> what Al Stylus decides he's going to wear because I, I don't and think you're getting a blazer. Check out the what you, the manicure. Yep, and we're gonna check out the manicure on television. He's TV ready is the moral of the story. If you can't tell, it took seventy years to get a manicure. <laughs> Gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> I can't believe she charged you full price. You need to go back and argue really? that. I'm going to give her a call because I know what a manicure should cost. All right, someone that is also somewhat TV ready. Right. 
is the Flyers. Yes. Oh my gosh. Late night television. I, I stayed up for almost all of it. I had to go back and watch the last period the next morning because it was really late. Well, there was another game too before that. So yeah. Highly disappointing. No yeah. Phillies hat today. I know. Gosh, <laughs> it's brutal. Just yeah. I, I don't even know how else to describe it. It just, it took the life out of the city. It's funny. I, I went in Flyers locker room this morning and the, and, um, what do you call them? The Connectnies, the, the Travises, the Travis Stock Country Club over there in the corner. Yep. They were lamenting the Phillies still. Went across the way, Farabee's lamenting the Phillies still. Yeah. So it's still it's still looming in the in the clubhouse. Yeah, and they, I mean, they were the biggest fans, yes. the biggest supporters. Yes. I mean, even when we talked to Garnet Hathaway last week, who had the Phillies hat on, yes. he's brand new, and he just the guys that get it, and it is it's disappointing. I think it's surprising. None yeah. Of us really thought it was going to end that soon. Yeah, but it was good to see what it's like in a city and have the uh, the just the emotion for a sports team. Yeah. I think they really fed off of that. So that's cool. Yeah, it really is. Cool. It is very cool. And and that game against Vegas, it's it's almost like rinse and repeat what we talked about with Dallas is, my gosh, they played well. They played well enough to win. No one was expecting that going into play the defending Stanley Cup champions. But, you know, Vegas took much better chance of their chances. Yeah, they, they capitalized. And that's yeah. what the Flyers still can't. If you, it only takes a couple of chances for Vegas. And for the Flyers, it's uh, going to take maybe 10 more, 10 more right. chances right. to try to get. They don't have the, the end of the game breaker yet, it seems like. I think there's some potential there for people. But when you're a team like Vegas, like, all right, just keep it close. And then we'll, then we'll just get them at the end. Mm -hmm. We'll have our one chance. And I guess a good goaltender, too. We have a you know, screen on a shot or whatever. And there's something to knowing how to win. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. a team that I, for a long, just knows how to win just besides the Stanley Cup, obviously. But since its inception, that has been driven into them. That, that started in their first year that, you know, they're expected to, to win. Mm -hmm. And they've, uh, they've, they've built a lineup with veterans and, and bringing people along that just knows how to win games at the end. And there's a big difference in those teams. It's like if you watch the game, you almost had that sense of like, oh, this is just— It's too good to be true. Totally you got to have a margin yeah. for error, and there was none. Yeah, no, you were sitting on the edge of your seat thinking, "This is like I can't." Even oh, you were this. sleeping, but the yeah. rest of us were. Yeah. Yeah. What the next morning? I didn't <laughs> even look the score because I wanted to see. Um, but yeah, it's, and I think you always ask that question in the locker room. That's the age-old question: Well, how can you learn how to win? We asked that a lot last season, and no one really has a solid answer for that. No, well, part of it is, I mean, much as you want, you want a different attitude, or whatever, and they seem to have one. But some of it, Ashlyn, is just talent yeah <laughs> when you when you've got guys, guys i mean well, when yeah guys that can you know one time it's a take that shot it, it's what's frustrating right now watching the flyers because i think one of their best players overall in the games has been Tippett. yeah but there's no goals yeah. and that's the difference where he will you know eventually he'll take more shots mm -hmm. he'll get more confidence in that i think he's playing really well but there's, there's the see to me there's the big difference maker right there. Right. If he if he's got three goals at this point, two even two, maybe a different story in a couple of those games. Yeah, and it's funny you say Tippett's playing well because I feel like the general hockey fan, at least I've seen it on Twitter, is like, "Where's Tippett been? Oh my gosh, he stunk this <clears> season." Because we're so used to Tippett scoring so yeah. often, people just assume he's having a crappy year so far. No, he, he isn't. He's I, I when I watch him play, it looks like he's he's got the puck, carries the puck, brings it in. I still think. I don't think he knows how good he can be still. He's just so uh, humble. He, he, well, yeah. I, I think there comes a point where there's certain players who 
love to score goals. Yeah. I mean, just love to score goals. Connect me stands out as someone Yeah, like it's like yeah. you just you, you take the shot. And, and, and I think, Tippett, I mean, when you're, when you're schooled and you want to play the quote the right way, mm-hmm. defensive responsibility and stuff, but him, I'm like, man, when he gets going, he gets wheel, wheeling down that wing. It's like, just take the shot and let her go. Right. And I wonder if that's a little bit of what Torts drilled in his head yesterday because, or last year because he was always, if you rank the guys that were pro Torts, yeah. it was Tippett was number yeah. one that he adapted to his coaching style. I mean, no Torts is so defensive-minded. I wonder if times that's just the way he's been taught to play. Yeah, but he's seen, when, you, when you really look at it now, the, sec, the Tortorella 2, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's a little different. I think he's encouraging now those guys to take those chances. Mm-hmm. Um, when they screw up, they have to deal with it. Yeah. Um, but I don't think, I don't think that, that it's this case of they're terrified that to do it. I think he actually encourages it. And I, I've actually seen him live with some of those mistakes with the younger players where I thought, oh boy, this is going to cost them. Yeah. I think a veteran player, it costs them. Yeah. But I, 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 I think he's let these guys have a little bit more free reign than I thought many people expected. Yeah, I was encouraged today. I thought Torts was his most candid and gave one of the best answers I've heard him give all season. And it was about Emil Andre, who was sent down to Lehigh this morning. And, you know, people asked, well, you have given this guy so many chances and you preached, let the young guys make mistakes. But he's like, you have to understand, I have a job to win hockey games. And at this point, he was costing us winning. So I'm going to let the young guys play but not to the extent of my hockey team losing because of it. Yeah, and they're in, it's not like it's early in the year, but who knows? I mean, he, he may be able to stay in contact with a playoff spot. Who knows? Right. And in addition to that, I, I really love that kid. I mean, from first time I saw him at training camp, I'm like, wow, I like that kid. He's really, he's uh, got an arrogance to him, yeah. which I think cost him a little bit in yeah. terms of his play. Yeah. But I also was a little worried that he was going to get hurt um, because his ability to, to, to judge speed coming at him mm-hmm. looked a little, he still needed to work on that a little yeah. bit to have somebody. And when you get really somebody coming at you like that, your defenseman, you can really get stapled and he's not the biggest guy. Right. Um, and I was a little bit concerned about that. I was like, he's going to really get banged here. Uh, if he doesn't move the puck quicker or whatever, just get, move it out. And I think, I, I think he'll help him to play a little more, but I'm anxious to see him back. Uh, I, of all the guys that I would live with mistakes, I would live with his because I really think there's some upside when I've seen this league guy moving a puck or whatever. But I can understand the close games. They don't score many goals. One mistake, awesome. and they're going to cost them a game. Right, and I think this is the guy you're going to see back. I mean, there's going to be injuries and torts. I'm sure he's going to get a great report from Lehigh, bring him back up. And, and you hit it on the nail on the head. I have the quote here where he basically said the speed of it, how quick you have to make decisions. He's not making them quick enough right now, and this is not good for him to be up here at this moment. Yeah, yeah, you, I, I don't, I know, I never buy. It's gonna ruin his psyche. Yeah. Well, then, if it's gonna ruin your psyche, you shouldn't be here. You're gonna yeah. eventually, you're not gonna be there anyway. Yeah. But I do think physically coming in on you and and damaging a team's chances with a mistake, uh, that that'll hurt a little bit. But I don't think in his long term development. But I think really he did have to. But that's what's curious to me. I don't know how you get used to the speed if you're not. Playing yeah. at that speed, yeah, there's a point <laughs> occasionally. To that. So I, I, I think we'll see him. We'll see him come up later in a year, or whatever. But right now, I think that the message behind this is, this isn't a mirage with this team. They can hang. Yeah. And you know, we let's uh, let's see what we got here. We'll see what see we see we go as we go into November if we're still hanging with these teams. Yeah, it almost is like towards this 
I want to say pleasantly surprised because he almost has changed his messaging because a couple of weeks ago it wasn't about, oh, sending guys down. It was about keep the young guys up here. So for him to say that today shows me we're doing a little better and I don't want to risk losing. Yeah. And then when, the uh, if, whenever Risto comes back or whatever, you, yeah. then you get another defenseman to it. You don't want a guy sitting. No. So that, that's what happens there. Yeah. And, and, I, and if you trust your development, uh, they've got new a development system is in place now, second year. Maybe it works out better. Mm-hmm. And something that's been, gosh, I, I think you argue it's been mo- the most positive of the season so far is definitely Bobby Brink. But that line <laughs> as a whole, Joel Farabee, Noah Cates, Bobby Brink, young guys, and it just fits yeah. the mold perfectly of regrouping, yeah. rebuilding yeah. this line. Coots, Cates, I mean, it's like, it's it's really good uh, when you have guys like that. Brink, I, if I was a player on that bench and you said, who do you want to go out there with? That would be the guy. Yeah. Because I think he can get the pass through whatever. Mm-hmm. Fairby, on the other hand, whatever line you're going to put him on, and now he's, you know, got some line mates that he's getting used to or whatever. I'm really impressed with his game. He's got a very mature game. Yeah. Um, and a very heads-up game and a very um, responsible game. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, for me, I mean, I love uh, the raw talent at times, and, and I like guys taking them. And I think there's, I think there's more to come with him. Yeah. In terms of just taking shots or whatever. But I mean, I give them, I give the coaching staff credit. They do take care of their. They whenever you ask them anything, their first response always seems to be you got to take care of defensive responsibilities, and then mm-hmm. it comes. But I look at it and go like. Um, be a little more selfish. That's <laughs> the points, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And Torrance called Joel Farabee a very prepared player this morning, and that really seems to be what he's taking charge of this season. And Al actually caught up with Joel Farabee in the locker room this morning, so let's hear about it. Pretty good start to the season, uh, Torts mentioned it here. It's like playing that line you're with right now, like the kind of the chemistry that you have. Yeah, um, you know, I feel like we've just been really good in the D zone. Uh, obviously, you know, Kate, Katie and Coots are, are very similar. They're just very solid in the D zone, so we haven't spent much time there. And, um, you know, I feel like in the offensive zone, we've just been been really close to each other. You know, 10-foot plays, uh, little cycle plays, and, it, it you know, uh, in, in terms of a game, it, it, it tires their D out, and, th- and that's when we can make our plays. So uh, just try and, try and stay with what we're doing, uh, you know, try not to get uh, – too creative with it just you know keep using our hard work to create plays and we'll go from there not too creative but it looks pretty creative when you watch it it's pretty creative stuff going on i guess it's just the basics kind of going to the top 
Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think a lot of it's, uh, you know, the first, you know, maybe 15 seconds of our shift is grinding down low, and then, you know, we, we win one of the battles, and then, then the plays really open up. So, like I said, it's we're staying close to each other. You know, if one guy, you know, loses the puck, you know, two guys are within 15 feet of him trying to get it back. So, I think if you can continue to do that, you're going to keep turning over pucks, and, um, you know, that'll, that'll help you out. What's more comfortable for you this year? You miss so much time than coming in. I mean, you're a young player, but don't take this the wrong way. It seems like you've been here for a long time. You're a young player. What's, what are you more comfortable with in your game right now? Um, yeah, I mean, right now, kind of, you know, like we talked about, uh, you know, I just have some really good chemistry with my line mates. I feel like my conditioning, obviously, compared to last year, is a lot better. So I feel like I have that extra jump in my legs to get on pucks and things like that. So, um, you know, obviously it's my fifth season, so I'm just, you know, really feeling comfortable, especially year two with Torts, too, just his system and what he expects. Uh, you know, I, I kind of understand what, what he demands every night and um, you know so for me I can really just go out there and play. Does it make a big difference to have a coach a couple years in a row to really get into something like that? 100% you know I think last year was a little bit of a learning curve for everybody um, you know top down uh, just trying to get a new system you know uh, that can be challenging for anybody so this year you know coming into camp I feel like everyone knew you know what to expect um, you know how we have to play to win games and you know if you do that you give yourself a chance to win every night. So it's funny when you talk about Joel Faraby or, or you talk to him. It, it seems like this is this mature guy and he has been here five years, but he is still so young. So like you want to call him a veteran, but he, but he's really not, but he is because he's been here five years. Five years is a long time <laughs> in, in, in this league anymore. But yeah, it's been, uh, and the injury, yeah. that's what really threw everything back. It's like a start over, you go to step one again, but he, uh, he really has turned into a solid citizen mm -hmm. um, that, understands the game you know well you do it all the time when you talk to players you talk to football players baseball players whomever there are certain players that you always go to who will even if you even if you're not if i'm not up on their game plan or whatever they'll talk you through it and make you understand better what's going on mm -hmm. and he's one of those guys it's funny that usually those guys ironically goaltenders tend to be like that to see everything in front of them. If you notice when you when you do post game interviews, a lot of people ask questions to goaltenders as if they're the coach. Yeah. Because they're seeing everything laid out in front of yeah. them all the time and, and they're kind of a separate all I have to do is stop the puck on watch this, what do you see? And a lot a lot of goaltenders will talk like that. And Farabee's become to me, if I want to know, you know, what's going on here, why are you guys playing like this? What's your new uh, what's the new way you're gonna four check against a certain team? Uh, like Carolina is going to come in. You're going to do something different against them because you can pin him in a little bit. But he's really uh, he's really a student of the game, and I really like that with young players that really know the intricacies of it. Yeah, well, he's he's talking like a veteran. Yeah, because a lot of times you do have to depend on the vets in the locker room to be honest, to elaborate, to be truthful with what's going on, and and know how to deliver it in a media message. Yeah, I mean, a Sean Couturier, Cam Atkinson is gosh TV darling, ready yeah. for it. Yeah, Travis Konechny, um, you have your go-to guys and it has been cool to see Joel Farabee kind of take that upon himself. Yeah. I mean, I've been through so many players. I love the players that can take a dumb question and make it sound like it was a good question. Exactly. Because they get a lot <laughs> of them from us they, normally. Uh, I yeah. asked a lot of dumb questions <laughs> and then you get you get the guy, the veteran that says, are you trying to say this? Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that, you know what? Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Absolutely. And a guy that has been a little shocking in that regard, I guess on the honesty front has been Cam York. I go back to our media day interview with him where he was so honest of how messy at times it was yeah, in yeah. the past for the Flyers. And this is a guy who his play at times is messy and talked about it this morning, balancing 
Cam York, defensive-minded, wanting him to take offensive chances, but at times taking those offensive offensive chances cost him, cost the team. How do you balance that? Torch is like, yeah, I don't know right now. Yeah, York's an interesting duck <laughs> to, begin, <laughs> to begin with. Uh, he, he's entertaining as heck. He is. Whether he we're is. on the ice or off the ice, he's a, he's a fun guy. Um, I think basically what that boils down to is uh, score, time and score uh, when you can do certain things. Spe- defense is... I mean, those guys, they make a mistake. We see, we saw it last game. I mean, Vegas, a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you make a, a mistake and it, and it buries you. Um, but, uh, it, and again, towards is being careful to not kind of put a harness on them at yeah. times, but you just know the score and know, you know, know what go, know what's going on. It's almost, if you, it's almost like in baseball for guys or people that have played baseball, no matter where you are, uh, it could be in a little league game or a World Series, and somebody will yell out to you if you're at, and I'm, I was in infield, or there's two outs. Just to remind you of time and play. It, and, it, and, yeah. yeah, so you just have to be that guy to, to kind of, and you have to, as a defenseman, you always have to know that. And if it was in baseball terms, how many outs are there were, but in talkie terms, how much time and where, what's the score? Yeah. Do we take that chance or not? So um, more and more people are taking it. Because you watch, and especially, I'm not so concerned because it's early season. If you watch all around the league right now, there's awful plays. Yeah. I mean, it's just wide open. And you see goals going in, the guys taking shots from God knows where because their defensive responsibilities aren't nailed down yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm not that worried. But that's the kind of mistake if you make it in October. Okay, live with that. Maybe early November even. Yeah. But as you get to the playoffs, big games like that, that can happen. And I think you, you have to coach that out now. Right. And I think that's why Torts is pointing it out. And it's so true. Bush was talking about this at practice today. He was talking about the TNT game last night, the Devils game. And oh. he was saying there were goals going in that have zero excuse oh. to go in. Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> How messy it was. Yeah, that was an, that, that game was like every goal was scored on one end of the ice. Yeah. So it was unbelievable. Yeah. It was one period, next period, next period. So it was crazy. But that's, that is true. Early in the year. You're going to see stuff, crazy stuff like that. And that's why I think it's a little forgiving at the mm-hmm. moment. And now the Flyers, they get ready. Minnesota Wild at home Thursday night. And then you have Anaheim at home on Saturday. And, you know, they just went through a mini gauntlet of two teams, really tough teams on yeah. the road. Now these are two teams where you feel like you should be able to win these games at home. Yeah, well, Minnesota's scoring goals. Um, they started and, rough. They're getting better. Yeah, yeah. Minnesota's a... Uh, strange team it's like every year they're they're good team but they never seem to take that next step Mm -hmm. and i think they've done the gm has done a great job bringing people in goaltending options that they have um but they they're not gonna be judged till the playoffs and that's just they play a really solid game so that'll be tough for them anaheim's a (laughs) anaheim's a different bird altogether um young zegris drysdale i mean they've got some terrific young players and that's what they flyers would have to be on the guard against that that those fancy i know i you know tortorella says isn't like the michigan or whatever like the, the zegris type of thing but um actually zegris went up to tortorella last year and you know they came, went over and you know shook hands or whatever they were, he's fine hey, with you it don't like my he just, yeah, yeah it doesn't doesn't <laughs> i love those plays but th- they've got a couple of guys that can really throw that at you yeah so of, of all the teams, that's the one that you don't want to get embarrassed by somebody up front doing something like that to you. So they should be at, and it's an it's a one o'clock, one o'clock game too. Yeah. That's an odd thing. And a West Coast team coming here. So yeah, it's a, I think it'll be a good show. I, I, 
I, I think Anaheim in the future will be a really good show. Mm -hmm. um, I like watching that. It might draw, drive Tortorella crazy and some others, but I, I love watching some of the stuff, some of the way they play. When I watched, uh, Jer you mentioned Jersey pre last night. Yeah. I watched Hughes. I go, oh, man, that's just, it's just so good. Yeah. It's just so good. So, I mean, you get some potential there. So it's, uh, I think it's good for the league to have, uh, to have stuff that's going on. The league's had a good start. Yeah. With the... Uh, um, every night, everybody played. The frozen now, frenzy. That was cool. yeah. It's kind of I liked it for one night, but I think if you're a season ticket holder, I don't think you want to have like a game at seven forty-five, eight fifty. I mean, once a year, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. It, it was it was neat. It got a lot of attention. It did. Yeah. I was a little confused. I think just as a general viewer of sports, one why Tuesday night, two opening night of basketball. I thought it was weird <laughs> scheduling yeah. that you're going up against that. But I mean, there's so much sports going on now. When can you even pick a day? Because Football on it seems like every day of the week at this point. Yeah. So you really only have two options. No, and, and um, I think hockey's had a bit of a resurgence. I know some of the uh, like we're doing a podcast, or whatever, and I think a lot of people like the new the new game, a yeah. more wide open game. No, I agree, and I think it's expanding countrywide. I can speak coming from South Florida. You know, growing up. Florida Panthers, Tampa Bay Lightning, no one really watched. No one really cared. Well, and now they can. What about the Lightning than the baseball team? Big time. <laughs> yeah. It's flipped. Yes. And not to say that the Miami Marlins and the Rays had this rabid fan base, right. but it definitely was 1A, 1B, and it has flipped the past five years. And I think a team like Carolina, Carolina Hurricanes. I have friends yeah. that moved to Raleigh that they go every weekend. It's like a social event yeah. now for people in their 20s, which I couldn't speak to that a couple of years ago. They have to win. Yeah. And that's the uh, that's the caveat that you don't usually have in Philly, Boston, Chicago. Well, Chicago's now going to get back on track. Mm -hmm. Detroit actually lost some attendance, but those other markets, it's like you got to win. The small uh, markets, and yeah. that's why it's so critical to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Even if it's a one round mm -hmm. to see what it's like in the playoffs, to Build get excitement. that that atmosphere yeah. of the playoffs, which is why I never have a problem with adding playoff teams. I'm all for if you told me every team's going to make the playoffs, I'm like, I'm in. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the Panthers are a great example of that. Yep. If you saw that atmosphere, you wouldn't think yeah. that was in yeah, I mean, Philly, Philly, you can complain that you knocked out in a baseball series by an Arizona team. And, but last year, you were that Arizona team. Right. You come in. And so baseball's become like hockey. Yeah. Just get in. Just get in. Just and get you in. Never know what's you never know what's going to happen. And, and it's a party. It is. It's been fun to watch, and so far so good. And we'll see if the Flyers can get these wins this this week um, and this home game. So thank you for watching South Philly Sauce and Odyssey Original, brought to you by 94WIP and Jack Daniels. We will see you next time.